Hi there, thanks for tuning into this podcast. We're excited to bring you this analysis today. We've been focusing on the impeachment hearings in the US over the past week and using analytics to tell some of the stories that are emerging from the online responses on social media. As you know, we are interested in developing and testing hypotheses and proving and disproving them through data and insights. And today we are testing a hypothesis that came out of American media we're exploring whether the impeachment hearings last week generated enough pizzazz to capture the American public attention. And most importantly, we're expanding today upon what this actually means for communities engaged in online discussions and for groups who want to generate interesting, high-quality discussions online successfully to drive a relevant outcome. We're also joined today by our close friends Alex Mann and Martin Noble, so you'll hear their voices too. We hope you enjoy listening to this. Let us know your thoughts. Troy and I and the rest of the team, we're big fans of Crooked Media and we love hearing what Crooked Media team have to say about various issues. I was on Thursday listening to one of the podcasts and John Favreau was talking about how there had been an article by NBC News, which we're actually looking at on screen now, which had said... The first two witnesses called Wednesday testified to Trump's scheme but lacked the pizzazz necessary to Mm. capture public attention. And John Favreau was actually quite frustrated about that statement. First of all, that a political commentator is commentating on the reality TV-ness, the engagement and the intention necessary to inspire the public. And John Favreau actually said on live, how do you know that the data does not exist to be able to say that? And I thought to myself... You mean like a pizzazz index? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, a pizzazz index, yeah. yeah. And I did think to myself, let's just do it. Let's just, Have you done a pizzazz index? We've done a pizzazz index. Wait, so wait. If, you, um, if you're interested in seeing the pizzazz index go to our Twitter and, sh- and on our LinkedIn oh, I love our and have a look at the bubble chart, which we have called Quantifying the Pizzazz <laughs> of the Impeachment Hearing. Marius, so, I can see that you were really busy last week. <laughs> let's think, before we get into it... Okay. We get asked a lot to explain the basics of social media analysis. What is the application of, of the type of thinking we're about to discuss? Like what, what's the, what I'm thinking about is what the opportunity is to then, if you like, modify pizzazzness. Yeah, you know, yeah. So actually, if you wanted to get a part of the country that's had a climate emergency declared really into it, then how do you jazz it up? Oh, I mean, we've talked about this before, haven't we? We've talked about how do we compare the uh, declaration of climate emergencies to Love Island or to, yeah. like, The, uh, the Apprentice or Bake yeah. Off content, yeah. right? Uh, the response from the public to those events. Because that's what we're looking at here. We're looking oh, at interesting. the so, comparison of Trump impeachment Wednesday and Friday hearings to the biggest reality TV shows and sports shows in America. Amazing, last great. Week. Let's, let's, let's have a look. <laughs> what have you got? So this was using multiple data sets. I looked at Nielsen ratings for the last week. I gathered the 20 or so top-rated reality TV shows from network and cable ratings, together with some non-reality TV shows like sports events, WWE, Monday and Thursday Night Football, NBA games, and also the 53rd Annual Country Music Association Awards. Do you know what? Had a high Can I just say award. shout out CMAs Taylor yes, Swift and Def Leppard it. special few years ago? <laughs> or was that Crossroads? I don't know. Um, do you know what? That was going so well. <laughs> We're testing, remember, the hypothesis from Jonathan Allen at NBC that the impeachment hearings did not generate the pizzazz necessary to capture public attention. 
just to add in here, there was another Reuters article which said that the Democrats tried their hand at reality TV with mixed results. So what we're looking at is a combination of these two articles, right? So what we're looking at on the screen is we're measuring on the x-axis quantity and reach of discussion by looking at the number of smaller voices brought into discussion. Our hypothesis here being that if an event is able to bring a higher number of low authority voices in discussion, there is a higher public penetration and yeah. a higher penetration into the broader interest of the public. Yeah. So therefore, you but that's not a logical, reach. right? So that, that no. makes sense. That, that makes sense. sense. So okay. we're excluding here really large corporations party political personality so it's like so when when forbes writes on the mental health for half a day forbes is the most important mental health influence so if you yeah, track it yeah. without any nuance exactly, right, yeah. okay yeah on the y-axis we're looking at the likelihood of individuals participating in discussion to make original contributions so that's a proxy measure for the quality of discussion right we're because excluding people choose, people choose to write something about it and share that with their network yeah right. exactly they're choosing with intent with a bit more thought to not just retweet and propagate information so something is engaging network. lots of people who wouldn't who don't have a loud voice talk about it and lots of people yeah. write original content yes on twitter yes great so what's on the top right the first thing to note is that this is a logarithmic scale we're looking at okay because the trump impeachment here the wednesday and friday impeachment hearings and thursday and monday night football completely dwarfed in terms of their reach and their ability to bring in smaller voices anything else right. so the first insight is that the public were so engaged in the impeachment hearings yeah completely like more than any other so reality what, where, where does the no pizzazz thing come from then because they didn't look pizzazzy potentially the theory being that the quality of the discussion reality tv shows might be more fast food for the brain and encourage more instinctive discussions yeah, from okay. people you know but so basically unless, the, unless, unless, well. unless the porn star is being paid off <laughs> right then it's not what it's not it's not you know there's not enough pizzazz this is fantastic, um, because the, the okay. What, what, so, what are the counterintuitive findings here? Like, what, what we did find is that for a large number of reality TV shows, the public, despite having very low penetration into the public discourse, there was a high proportion of original contribution to discussion. So, people who are watching reality TV shows perhaps are more likely to contribute something on that basis. Just to give some context. But that's like that. second screen TV, isn't it? Yeah, so that's exactly. Used they're live, they're kind of live conversing with others, yeah. second screen TV. With the impeachment hearings, the conversation was on a par with Dancing with the Stars, Gold Rush, Rick and Morty, which was one of the highest rated shows of the week, Saturday Night Live, WWE so, Raw. Sorry guys, I was just going to jump in. It does feel at first like maybe people are inspired by the reality TV shows in the top half of the graph and mm. then you know, maybe they're a bit scared by the impeachment hearing so they're less creative about the content but then if it's then married up with uh, Dancing with the Stars what does that say about Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are people scared by those hips? <laughs> There's a special guest, guest entry there from, from our friend Alex. Yeah, um, of course we're joined by friend. our friends uh, That's Alex interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I think there's another interesting thing here just putting another friend um, on the podcast Friend of the pod the so combining that with all the coverage that's going on, for example, on Fox, where people say, oh, don't even listen to it, you know, don't look, don't watch that, that hearing, it's not sexy, it's not interesting, it's going mm. to be the most boring TV that you're ever going to see for weeks and weeks and weeks before it's happening, and also days after, 
maybe people react in a way where they are still really interested in it and kind of kind of watch it and, and engage with it, but they don't really want to publish um, unique yeah, content are. because they mm. they might be seen as engaging with something that's kind of <laughs> so we say that the graph is almost cool and not cool. Top half is cool, bottom half is not cool. really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, so but it, in fact, this is very interesting, right? Because I don't know if I ever mentioned, but I, I'm kind of into the SDGs. <laughs> maybe once so, or twice. Yeah. Um, so, so what this makes me wonder is whether or not, like, if you take the SDGs, they actually like what. what is, where would they appear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is really interesting. So there is pizzazz. There is pizzazz. It's just undeclared pizzazz. There's undeclared pizzazz, and it's still punching above its weight because it's competing with Dancing with the Stars and Gold Rush. But yeah, there is loads of pizzazz. The other thing to note is that when you have really high quantity of conversation, of course you can see a trend here, there's a much higher likelihood of events like that, which are viral to incorporate retweeted content in them. So just because the impeachment hearings are not in the top right, that doesn't mean there is a lack of quality contribution to them. The contrary, we can see that compared to other events which are much smaller in their dialogue, Mm. it's... But there's also something about, something like an impeachment, it's a yes or a no. It's it's, uh, polarised. It's binary almost, whereas actually something like the TV show is much more creative, so the the amount of options and discussion around it is going to be much broader. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder whether or not the pattern of original content per unit user could be interesting as well. Is is Gold Rush a, um, what kind of a show is that? I think it's... Is it a quiz show? (laughs) I think it's like a discovery channel. A group of guys go and like try and find gold and try and like mine for it. So it's the same kind (laughs) of thing, like Dancing with the Stars, Gold Rush, Impeachment, it's win-lose, whereas actually the other stuff... Yeah, so, it's so it's you can, yeah. now this is obviously overusing term pizzazz as just linking back to the original question. Yeah. But it could actually be that some topics are better for pizzazz, yeah. better, better for that um, sensational experience because there's more than a win or a loss. Yes. And I wonder whether or not something like a reality TV show that has multiple competing actors, then actually you build micro community against each one or each couple of its Love Island or whatever. And it, it makes me wonder whether or not if you compare impeachment against other public issues then then would it be the outlier would it would it be the dramatic outlier i would still be quite worried though if we were responsible of social media denting at the stars do you know what that is the article that needs to be written next and it's, it's not about okay, can we go back to the headlines? also just before you go back to the headlines um I guess another question is, what actually drives behaviour of people? What do you want to achieve with the impeachment? Do you want to win an election? Martin, that's a really interesting point, because we were thinking earlier about the first analysis and about how if you did have an evidence base for division in the community or society, then it's really important to ask, well, what are you trying to do anyway? Like, what is the, that could be an interesting thing to know, but what would you actually do to act on it? If you are um, the social media strategist for Dancing with the Stars, then yeah, this is uncomfortable, isn't it? But also if you're the social media strategist for the Democrats at the moment, what do you actually want your people to do on yeah. social media? Do you want them to put more original content out there so other people can build on that and foster their opinion, which drives reduction results? Or do you actually want them to retweet what you're putting out? The thing is, though, like, facts don't do anything. People don't care about facts or data or information. They yeah. care about the narrative and the story. Mm. So if the Democrats are hoping experience. to get somewhere, yeah, then yeah. they need to make it a bit mm. jazzy. One thing that John Favreau noted online, who's the Politic America co-host, he said that the algorithms of social media are geared towards 
pushing right to the top the content which is the most divisive and the one that's going to get the reaction mm. which might not be facts but yeah. how do you infiltrate that content with information which is factual and going to help the outcome so or, oh, do you actually prefer your super fans to tweet stuff that might not be completely factual so you're not yeah. putting it out yeah. yeah. So there's more content to react to. There might be a little bit more extreme. You know, Maris, I'd like to conclude now, <laughs> right? But can I ask for you to repeat this, but also put Baby Yoda on there? <laughs> now, I just, I'm just saying, right? Episode two of the Disney Plus yeah. series, The Mandalorian, was on Friday, and and Baby Yoda, who's 50 years old, uses the Force to uh, save the Mandalorian. Is there anything cooler than this? Like from from a pizzazz perspective, right? Can can we can we enhance the pizzazz yeah. analysis? We're going to with... perfect the pizzazz metric. I think this starts to perfect the pizzazz metric. But let, let's but let's also not lose the discipline of really questioning why we do these analyses. Because one of the temptations with this data type, if you like, is always that you can lead to something else. It's always really interesting. And Martin was asking some fascinating questions as ever about what do you want to do with this. So yes, if you're a democratic political strategist or Republican political strategist, this probably has some meaning. But let's think about our client base and what we're actually trying to achieve. If you can understand something about the unprompted social media discussion, does it put you in a more informed position to act on climate emergency declared by a council or um, how to reduce demand in A&E or if you're a water company and there's a beast from the East too, then what you do about that. It's always fun to be extreme with this type of analysis, but let's make sure we emphasise the utility of it as well. Absolutely, absolutely right. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. You've been very disciplined in not having a peek at these analyses beforehand, but it's, cool. it's, it's developed a really rich conversation. Thank you also to our friends Martin and Alex for taking part in this. We'd love for you to continue to take part in these <laughs> discussions. You're, yeah. you're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you and hope you will have a great week ahead. Thank you for listening. Bye.